0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. I want to say again, welcome to Holy Week. And this is one of the most important weeks of our Christian faith. It's a week of highs and lows, much like our own lives. What this week does, though, is remind us of the true character of God. Interesting enough, though, this true true nature of God is one that can be quite confusing to us. We have seen this in the Gospel of John that we've been studying these last couple of months as well as in the book of Exodus, which we have been in, in this month. And I hate to tell you this, but it's no different this week. Now, when what were the people waving in our text today? What were those things that you have in your hand? They are? palm branches, right. Wave them for me. We've got to get some use out of them, right? There we go, there we go. So as I was telling the kids, did you know that the palm branches were the sign of victory in almost all of those ancient cultures? So the people are waving them. The people are waving them. There we go. So why were they waving them for Jesus as he entered Jerusalem? They knew that he had come in victory to save them from the Romans, or so they thought. But we know that Jesus never good when the sermon comes out backwards, was actually there for a higher purpose. Jesus came in victory not to overthrow the Roman government, but to have victory over an even more deadly, insidious enemy, which was death. However, the people could not see this. They were disappointed when Jesus didn't do what they thought. I wonder how many times have we felt like this in our own lives. We think we know what Jesus is going to do, and then something completely different happens. It is with the same thought process in mind that we wrap up our series Getting Through What We Are Going Through this week. The last couple of weeks, we have looked at our fears, the disappointment dip, and Hillary did a great job last week of talking about what we do when the enemy attacks. Today, we look at some biblical advice to change our life, which goes at first glance in a direction that we don't, expect. To begin with, we start with a question. Do you have anybody or do you have somebody in your life who you can regularly listen to and learn from? When I ask this question, I'm not talking about a blogger, an author, or even Dr. Phil, but a real-life person that you can actually talk face-to-face to. to. This could be someone who is older or wiser, maybe it's a mentor or a coach somebody you have given access to your life, somebody who you feel comfortable challenging you and your assumptions, or maybe somebody who helps you see reality as it really is. The truth, which is contrary to what we hear about in our daily lives, is that you can't get through what we are going through by yourself. There's just not enough time in the day or even a lifetime to accumulate all the knowledge we would need to navigate every obstacle or overcome all the challenges of life. Wayne Cordero, the author of Divine Mentor, puts it like this, every one of us has learned something from personal experience that has made us a little wiser. Suppose you run full blast into a wall and and bang, you break your nose. What did you learn? Wall hard, nose soft, wall win, nose lose. You're a little wiser now. What's the lesson? Don't run into walls that don't move along with you. Congratulations, you've garnered a pearl of wisdom from personal experience that included some suffering and pain. So now you've got your pearl. It's pleasing and valuable, but that's just one pearl. Becoming the husband or wife or teacher or leader you want to be, the person that God created us to be will require a whole bag of pearls. How else will we navigate life's twists and turns? To get through what we're going through, you'll need far more wisdom than what you've gained from your unfortunate experience with the wall. The truth is, you do not have enough bones in your body to shatter in order to gain all the wisdom you'll need to succeed in these difficult days. To be the person we want to be, we don't have enough noses to break. This was a great quote because it reminds us that we can't get through what we're going through. It means that when we do that, we need to have wisdom. Cordero reminds us that in order to get this wisdom, we need to have other people in our lives who have this wisdom to walk along beside us. Hmm. Doesn't that sound like a teaching from a person that we know? I mean, there's these things that you're holding. What are those palm branches? Who was those for again? Who who was it again? Jesus. There we go. Jesus. Jesus is constantly teaching us that we need to walk with Christ and walk with each other through this thing called life. Christ knows that we can't know it all. That we don't have enough noses to break to figure out how to get through what we are going through. So I go back to that first question I asked earlier. Do you have somebody in your life whom you regularly listen to and learn from? This past month, we've been seeing how Moses can be a model for us to help us figure out how to get through what we're going through. And guess what? Moses had this type of person in his life. Moses heard this type of advice from his father-in-law, Jethro. Yes, if you're curious, this is one of the first major miracles from the Bible, hearing sound advice from your (laughs) in-laws. Seriously, though, we begin to think about the people in our lives that give us sound advice to help help us get through what we're going through. we have to think about what characteristics they have to possess that will actually help us. So if you have a Bible in front of you, there should be some black ones there if you have your Bible app. I'd like you to open your Bible. It's on page 57. We're going to go to Exodus chapter 18. Exodus chapter 18. We're going to be starting with verse 13. And as we're having people turn to that page or looking it up on their app, I'm just going to give you a little bit of context to where we're at. Moses and the people of Israel have defeated the Amalekites last week. And so they've continued their journey. And Moses is the leader who has been doing everything for the people since they have left slavery in Egypt. He has been the executive, legislative, and the judicial branch all wrapped up in one. Now, like I said, let us look at verse 13 of chapter 18. And it reads, that "...the next day Moses took his seat to serve as judge for the people." And they stood around him from morning till evening. Now, I don't know about you, but this doesn't sound like a lot of fun for Moses. Truthfully, he had a problem because he is stuck doing this work all day and night, which means Moses can't do the other things a leader needs to do, let alone be a father, let alone be a husband, let alone be a friend. Now, before we go any further, I'd like you to take out your message notes if you'd like. Again, they're great for doodling on the back or writing your grocery list if you like. But on the front, there's a couple questions that we're going to talk about today. Now, in order to find the man or woman who can help us get through what we're going through, they have to have two very important qualities. The first question we need to ask ourselves about them is, do they have cred? Meaning, do these people have Credibility. So that's the first question on your sheet. And Jethro does. We find in Exodus 8.1 that Jethro is a priest from Midian. Now, priests back then are not like our pastors or clergy of today. They, are in, they were in charge of several thousand people, economically, politically, and, of course, religiously. So we can see that Jethro knows what he's talking about as a leader who has been in the same position that Moses finds himself today. It's reasonable for us to have credible people in our lives who give us advice or share life experience that will help us get through what we're going through. Because we all know there's plenty of advice or suggestions out in the world, don't we? I mean, who would you rather get advice about plumbing from? A A professional plumber or the guy or gal who has fixed that leaky pipe a thousand times only to see the pipe gushing the next day? So the source of the advice matters. The second quality we look for in people that can help us get through what we're going through, and the second question we need to be asking is, do they have guts? In other words, will they ask us those hard questions? Will they tell us the difficult truth about our life? And Jethro does this for Moses. Let's look at the next verse, verse 14. When his father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, Jethro said, What is this you are doing for the people? Why do you alone sit as judge while all the people stand around you from morning till evening? I mean, who says this? Jethro is telling one of the most powerful people in Israel that what he's doing isn't working. That would be like going into work and telling your bosses, Well, whatever you're doing here at work, it's not working. I mean, how many people do that? Do you feel like you could do that on Monday morning? Jethro has the guts to tell Moses, though, what it's like. What's the real situation on the ground? Now, like us, Moses gets defensive. And look at verse 15 and 16. And Moses, like I said, he, he reacts the same way we would react. And Moses said to his father-in-law, because the people, the people, they come to me to inquire of God. And when they have this dispute, they come to me. And I decide between one and two people, and I make to them the statutes and instruction of God. He's a little whiny. But Jethro doesn't let Moses off the hook. Let's look again at verse 17 through 18. And Moses' father-in-law said to him, What you are doing is not good. You will surely wear yourself out, both you and these people, with you. For the task is too heavy for you. You cannot do it alone. And for some of you here today, this is the truth you may need to hear. Let me be your Jethro, as some people in this congregation have been my Jethro for a moment, and tell you, surely you are going to wear yourself and the people out. For whatever reason you have put it on yourself, that you are the only one to handle it yourself. If this is you today, maybe it means that you don't need a new planner, a new system, or a new thing. Maybe you need a man or woman who is your Jethro to speak into you, into life. The final question for your message notes is, do you have a Jethro in your life? And the reason that this is important that we can have this person to walk with can be seen in verse 24 of chapter 18. So Moses listened to his father-in-law and did all that he said. Moses listened to his father-in-law. And what happened because Moses did this? Moses was able to complete the task he was sent forth by God to do, and he did it well. In Deuteronomy, we were reminded of this in chapter 34, verse 7, which reads Moses was 120 years old when he died, yet his sight was unimpaired, and his vigor or strength had not abated. So when we are going through, when we are getting through what we are going through, we can see. That when we have somebody in our life with credibility and guts who is willing to speak truth to us, that we can get through to the other side. And even, believe it or not, do it well. So this week, heck, this next month, I want you to find this man or woman that can be your Jethro if you don't have one. And if you do have one, write them a thank you card saying thank you for walking with me. Because from the teachings of the Bible and the radical words of Jesus on this Palm Sunday, we are not designed to go through this life alone. When we do find those other people to walk with, surely we can get through what we are going through. Amen.